Welcome to the Early Accountability Podcast hosted by Kimmy Walker. Kimmy has a track record of serving as a behavior change and improvement catalyst for individuals, groups, and organizations. Get ready to make the best version of yourself a priority. Now welcome Kimmy Walker. Kimmy Walker here and welcome back to the next episode of the Early Accountability Podcast. I'm going to jump straight in this week. I had actually attended to come here and talk about something different, but I experienced something over the past few days and it's kind of weighed on my mind because I feel that although the situation may be different, I know that this is something that a lot of people can experience when it comes to how they live their life goals they might have for themselves, changes that they may make for themselves, whether it's in, you know, wellness, whether it's something you're doing for your business, whether it's something with education, whether it's your education, what you're doing for your kids and their education. And that is just simply judgment or commentary or just things from outside people who may not necessarily have your best interest at heart or who may not fully understand what it is that you're doing, going through the metamorphosis that you're trying to adapt, etc. So just to give the backdrop, go ahead and talk about what happened to me. I happened to be on some kind of a call, some kind of virtual call that was a little bit more laid back. I was eating a little bit more of my lunch. So if you do or don't know me, I can pick sometimes when I eat. So I mean, I just sit and eat all of my food at one time, as I should, maybe like in 20 minutes or something like that. It may take me an hour and I might just graze around with it. I think this person was under the impression that I had finished my lunch, but I had had a couple of bites of it. I was kind of at like, okay, I'm okay right now. I could kind of move to the next thing that I'm going to do. My lunch is still within reach. I can kind of work and eat. And the person had just said to me, they're like, oh my gosh, you eat a lot. You know, you're going to get fat if you keep eating like that. And I was so taken back in this moment. So if you know or if you don't, I've lost over almost in between 110 and 120 pounds and and sustained it. 120 when I'm at my peak, but even now on the bad days and the bad months in quarantine, it's no less than 110 pounds total. So I was like, what? I just took a step back. And I know that that is often something we're going to have to do in life. Because 10 years ago, that whole comment would have went a completely different way. So there are a couple of takeaways from this for me. One, everybody is not going to have your best interest at heart. When you are making changes or when you are doing things in a way and a fashion that works for you, that works for you and your successfulness, everybody is not going to be supportive of your journey. Even if they are some of your closest loved ones, everybody's not going to be supportive. Everybody's not going to have nice things to say. Two, people will give you unsolicited advice, commentary, you know, just everything. I didn't ask for it in that moment. And it wasn't like it was even a time when I was like, oh, man, I just feel so out of shape or I feel fat or I feel like this. I said nothing about food. I said nothing about my weight. I didn't ask. And the person just felt like it was okay to offer that up. That will happen. (laughs) And so there are some things that we can control as far as making sure we align ourselves and put ourselves around people who care, have our best interests in heart. But we're not always able to filter out everything or safeguard ourselves from every single thing. And so in that instance, that just happened. I wasn't expecting it from that person. 
yeah, so that's something. Sometimes we would just get the stuff that we didn't ask for, feedback, opinions from people. Just was not asked for. For me, like I said, probably 10 years ago, that was, that whole conversation would look different. For me, in that moment, I just stepped away from it, left alone, didn't say anything else about it. Then once I was calmed down, you know, a couple of days later, I could talk to the person. So for me, I used it at this point as a teachable moment to explain to the person, I didn't ask you for any advice. One, two, the person didn't know anything about my journey, nothing about my weight loss, nothing about what I looked like before. And when I told them, they, of course, felt really stupid because they were like, oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, I've lost over 120 pounds. And from my doctors and dietitians, what I'm doing works for me and has worked for me and continues to work for me, sometimes better than others. But there was nowhere in there where I asked you what was going to make me gain weight what's going to happen to me with my weight or how I'm going to get fat off of the way that I'm eating. And I'm sitting up eating a salad. How I eat is how I eat. How I finish my lunch is how I finish my lunch. If you sit down and eat all of your lunch in 10 minutes, that's what works for you. That's not necessarily what works for me. So, and it wasn't a, in a way to want to make the person feel punitive, but I wanted to help them understand just a little bit better that you don't know what anybody's journey is. And that's also something for me to to remember. I don't know. A lot of times when we are coming into contact with people, we don't know what they're working through. We don't know what their demons are. We don't know what battles and hills they have climbed. So I know that there have been situations where I have offended people and I didn't mean to. I just said like an aimless comment that could have been something like that, but just in another context. And I could have just been ignorant to it or I just could have not thought anything of it. So you have to be able to... Be firm in understanding who you are and what works for you. And also knowing that you just don't have to justify anything to anybody. So although I went back to explain, you don't have to do so. But we can't allow some of the comments and some of the side chatter to take us off kilter of what we are doing. Because I know that for some people, and even myself included at times, that could just kind of take you completely off your equilibrium, completely take you off your goal, backslide, and I'm about to go eat bags of chips. Well, if somebody's calling me fat and I'm eating a salad, I might as well go eat bags of chips and cookies. So yes, you have to be very firm and grounded in knowing who you are and knowing that the steps that you are taking work for you. And they may look completely, completely, completely different for other people. Even after I'd had my weight loss journey when I was much younger, even when I would go back and like travel with my family and things, I'd be like, gosh, y'all just eat so much. It seemed like y'all eat all the time. You know, depending on where I'm at at that moment, I just don't eat as much as they do. What they do works for them. It's just different. We have just differences. So if I'm not hungry, when people go out to eat, just don't eat. I don't have to comment on how other people are eating or they don't have to give all that to me if I didn't ask for it. So just accepting those differences in people and understanding that success looks different for other people. The goals that work for other people look different. And we can't try to make ourselves fit into those boxes just because it makes other people comfortable. So even with that, I am a night owl. I will eat at what some people will consider very, very late at night. To some, eating at 10 or 11 o'clock at night is a no-no, okay? It's just too late at night. But for me, I might not go to bed till three or four o'clock in the morning. And I've talked with numerous dietitians who are like, well, you know, 
I don't see why you need to stop eating at eight o'clock because it's not like you're going to bed at 10. You're not going to bed sometimes until two or three. So your food has plenty of time to kind of like digest and process again. But if I was to go by what other people think I should do or what other people say is the magical hour to stop eating, I'd be trying to live and do something that didn't even work for me. That wasn't even going to help me be more successful because then I would be starving and then I might end up binging around, you know, one or two o'clock. So you have to be firm and understanding who you are, understanding what you need, understanding what works for you and your success and not feeling like you owe anybody an explanation for it. Sometimes you may give one, sometimes you may not, but be able to be clear in that in your mind. So when the naysayers come and when the negativity comes, you're able to filter past it and keep on the path of success that works for you. So hopefully this was a helpful tip for you as you might be adapting new skills in the new year in 2021. And as always, thank you for tuning into the Early Accountability Podcast. It was a pleasure to have you join us on this episode of the Early Accountability Podcast with Kimmy Walker. Be sure to visit earlyaccountability.com to sign up for the Early Accountability Newsletter. We look forward to activating your greatness and helping you reach your goals.